0: For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Amanda Glasner, Deputy Editor at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining me today is Heather Engel, Managing Partner at Strategic Cyber Partners. Welcome, Heather. It's good to be speaking with you again.
1: Thanks for having me, Amanda.
0: So today's story is from The Register, and it covers what has been called the biggest online attack ever witnessed in Denmark. According to Sector Cert, which is the country's specialist organization for the cybersecurity of Critical Kit, 22 critical infrastructure companies were breached in just a few days. Some were forced to enter island mode operation, where they had to disconnect from the internet and cut any non essential network connections. Now, Heather, it has since been confirmed that these attacks exploited vulnerabilities in Zyxel firewalls, which had been identified in April, one month before the attacks began. What do you mean? Make of all this?
1: This is something that we see happen pretty regularly and we always advise our clients and it's just general good cybersecurity practice to evaluate vulnerabilities and put the patches in place as soon as possible. And that's not to say that you can always do it immediately or within 24 hours, but you want to evaluate the criticality, the potential for exploitation. A lot of the time when we see cyber attacks happen, it happens because of an unpatched vulnerability. So this isn't uncommon. There were some indications too that some of the vulnerabilities vulnerabilities exploited were zero days. When we see a zero day, obviously it's a zero day, so there's no available patch for it. But as a general best practice, we want to apply those patches as soon as possible after they're released.
0: So the attacks are thought to have been carried out by multiple groups, with one of them possibly being the notorious sandworm operation based in Russia's chief intelligence office. And authorities have stated that they believe Danish critical infrastructure was targeted specifically. What implications could this incident have for Denmark's national security and international relations?
1: Well, this is something that we've long suspected happens, is some of our adversaries have the capability to do things like this, and they could potentially be doing on a really large scale. And we very often will see instances like this where it's maybe a test. So we're just kind of pushing the envelope to see what we can do and how far we can get. Obviously, from the perspective of Denmark's national security and international relations, this isn't something that's unique to Denmark. So it's something that I think they probably need to maybe shore up some critical infrastructure capabilities. In the US here, we have a lot of requirements and policies and compliance mandates that our critical infrastructure sectors have to come. I'm not sure what Denmark has, but that might be something that they may look to in the future is to improve that capability.
0: And do you have any more thoughts on how Denmark and maybe some other countries can strengthen their cybersecurity defenses to prevent similar attacks in the future?
1: Definitely. I mean, we already talked about applying patches to vulnerabilities as soon as they're available or as soon as it's possible for your organization to do that. A lot of organizations like to test before they apply a patch, which is also a best practice. But other things that we can do are the standard best practices. We can look at monitoring, we can do some threat analysis, we can collaborate with other sectors to see what types of threats are happening, what's going on in the world. And so preventing similar attacks, we all do our best in terms of risk management. So we want to be as proactive as we can. Maybe AI is something that we bring in and they start to look at in the future.
0: Heather, thank you for joining us today. I'm looking forward to catching up with you again next week.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Amanda Glasner, Deputy Editor at Cybercrime Magazine. To hear more about this story and others, visit CybercrimeWire.com. And for more of our media, visit our website at CybersecurityVentures.com.